Available right now via the iHeart app and iTunes. Our two new podcasts. Armstrong and Getty, one more thing. That's our daily after show podcast. And Armstrong and Getty Extra Large featuring our interviews of the most interesting people in the world. Subscribe today via the iHeart app or iTunes. Or wherever podcasts are given away for free. Because we're stupid. What is the problem? You know the question. Why don't you listen to me and let me hear what I'm saying, okay? It's anything like this. It caused uh, everybody to freak out. This is a new way. And it's a new day. It is roughly in the microwave. Because consciousness is expanding. This is... When you guys are supposed to cheer. Please clap. Are you serious? Well, who wouldn't want an opportunity to talk to Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty? Well, uh, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty, who host the popular uh, radio talk show, asked the same question of their listeners, and here's their response. It's time to stop this nonsense. I give you America itself! This is Ed McMahon, and now, here's Armstrong and Getty. God dang it. In a row, we need the Ioga horn. Ioga horn, emergency, emergency. We're We're in a trade war, people. We're in a trade war. We're in the rarely seen trade war, constitutional crisis, measles outbreak combo. Battle stations, battle stations. I feel like we need different alarms for different things. This is just going to lead to confusion. That's true. I was hiding under my desk because I thought it was constitutional crisis, not trade war, which is where we line up out in the gymnasium. Both. <laughs> Bring your desk to the gymnasium. Line up under your desk. Or measles outbreak. Right. The, you just wash your hands again. Yeah. <laughs> Live from Studio C. Oh, it's in your... Hey, dimly lit room deeper than the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. And today, on a Friday, we're under the tutelage of our general manager... China! The na- China! China! The nation or China. the stuff you eat off of? China. China. The nation. Okay. Indeed. The millennials have killed China. Gotcha. That and cloth napkins. <laughs> which is shocking to me. Judy and I, even if it's leftover pizza, we sit down, we have cloth napkins and rings, our silver silverware, and our fine china. Even for pizza? Absolutely. Every night. Every morning. I eat my cereal out of the fine china. Do you china! Take, do you take the uh, pizza out of the box and put it on a platter of some sort, or do you put, take it out of the box and put it on your fine china? Are we cavemen? <laughs> Absolutely no. We have a fine china platter. Of course, this all might be over now that we're in a trade war. Auga. <laughs> Auga. Right. More on that coming up. Let's introduce everybody in the squad. We'll start there with our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. Sorry this morning, Mike. Uh, good. You know, I think I get a lot of peace out of doing yard work. I was just thinking about some, uh, I know some guys, they hate doing yard work, you know, the mowing the lawns and stuff like that, and, you know, the loud noise and everything. I love it. And it's I, good I, for you. Yeah, but a lot of people, you know, they do not want to do the yard work, and I love doing yard I work. I find it calming, too. I miss mowing my lawn. Yeah. Um, I it's rem- just very satisfying. There, there's something anthropological going on there, and I had the strongest feeling of it when we moved to our, uh, our new place uh, six years ago, I guess now. Um, and I was watering these fields of uh, hay that they were baling. And when I'd get those giant sprinklers going, watering the giant fields, there was some level of, like, satisfaction and pleasure that would come over me. Oh, yeah. That was practically unequaled outside of the, the marital bedroom. 
I, I mean, it was just, it was just yeah. like, my crops are going to survive. Some deep down in your bones. Yeah. I think there's probably something like that. I've never owned crops or, or fields, but I know when you're growing something, it feels really good. And then we're not built as a beast to get that level of satisfaction out of uh, pushing paper around on our desk, even though it's what we mostly do now. Mm-mm. Maybe someday we will. I don't know. Ugh. Ugh. No, I was just thinking, Jack, about you saying how your kids... Um, you don't know whether they should work outside or whether they should be working on computers. Yeah, because they're gonna. They're much more likely they're gonna be you know in a cubicle, cubicle with computers and papers than they are doing any manual labor. So am I teaching them anything by doing manual labor? That's I what I always wonder. Pity them. Mm. There is positive Sean whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing very well. There is a a new world record for the longest career as a game show host of the same show. No jumping around from. Right. From show to show, I'm looking at you, Chuck Woolery. <laughs> uh, do, uh, guesses, Game show slut. <laughs> guesses as to who the Guinness uh, World Record holder for longest career as a game show host of the same show is? I'd say Bob Barker. I'm just going to throw one out there. It's uh, old man Trebek. Yeah. It is Pat Sajak oh. of the Wheel of Fortune. Oh. 30, still doing it? Yeah, 35 years, 198 days. <laughs> Of playing Hangman on television. 35 years? Wow. That's incredible. Wow. Um, uh, A lot of people don't know this. When they buy vowels on that show, the money goes directly to him. Goes yeah. in his pocket. He's loaded. Yeah. That's a great contract. Yeah. Got a good agent. He's got a home that he dedicates to the letter U. I mean, there you go. Um, <laughs> yacht. Trebek did an interview yesterday yeah. that was pretty interesting about, uh, about his health and Jeopardy and how he's been on the floor screaming in pain. During commercial breaks, and then getting it back together again when they tape. Wow. And people are saying to him, you know, we don't have to do this. We can call it off for today or whatever. No, we're going to finish. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And he's wearing a wig now because he's completely yeah. bald from the chemotherapy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what is I'm pulling for you? Um, yeah, I'm not kidding. He's, uh, tell you what, tribute to the Canadian people, their toughness. Yeah, I'd like I, to retract all of the critical things I've said about Canada. He gets to do whatever he wants. I'm not criticizing. It just it seems like kind of an odd choice if you're at the very end to want to, you know, I'm going to finish taping this Jeopardy game. Okay. That's yeah. fine. If that's what you want to do, that's not what I would want to do yeah. in the final days. I didn't see the interview. I'd like to, uh, does he speak to that? Well, the excerpts I ran, I read, I just left mystified as to why are you so dedicated to the show Jeopardy? Right. <laughs> why aren't you with family and friends somewhere? But, you know, legacy. Whatever. He loves doing it. Listen, I'm, not, I'm honestly not criticizing. You get to choose however you want to go sure. out. Sure. Uh, yeah. But uh, there's Marshall Phillips who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall? Well, it is a Friday. That means it is time for another round of Celebrity Birthdays. And the first out of the box, SNL's Kenan Thompson. He's 41 today. He ranks in my top handful of all-time yep. Saturday Night Live performers. He's how old? 41. Only 41. 41. Wow. They, they pluck them young, generally. Yeah. God, he's been on that show forever. If anybody ever hits you with a, who's been in the most sketches, who, any sort of analytical trivia about yeah. Saturday Night Live, you're you're in safe territory guessing, oh, that's Keenan Thompson. Yeah, and one yeah. of the questions is, because like, I didn't know uh, Adam Sandler was fired until he did that song last week. So they fire people right in the prime of their popularity sometimes, apparently. Yep. They always leave mysteriously, and there's, like, no news about it. It must mm. be a deal they make with Saturday Night Live. 
So the question is, why haven't they fired Keenan Thompson at any point? They've just kept him around. I don't know. He's been on the show now for 16 seasons. He yeah. holds the record, yeah. the record for the longest run on SNL. How much money does he make? Net worth no and idea. working on. I don't know about. I don't know about per episode. Yeah, don't worry about. I've it. got his net worth standing at nine million dollars okay. at this point. And the other celebrity birthday, the uh, the man who is always trying to save the world and you, U2's Bono, is 59 today. Wow. His net worth at around $700 million. Next year, Bono turns 60. I'll be darned. Yep. There oh. you go. Celebrity birthdays for Friday. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. On this, it is Friday, May 10th, the year 2019, where Armstrong and Getty, we approve this program. Let's go, then. Let's begin. Let's uh, get this trade war underway, precisely according to FCC rules and regs. Here we go at Mark. And I know this may sound strange, but I didn't expect to be fired. never entered my mind. I knew by that point the president didn't like me, but I thought that's okay because that'll keep a separation. James Comey doing his I'm above it all routine on CNN last night. With never a, gets old. With a number of interesting nuggets, including I absolutely agree with him on the idea of uh, we're not in a constitutional crisis and we shouldn't impeach the president. We should decide at the ballot box. I wow. totally agree with him on both of those things. Mm. Um, what are other headlines, Marshall? Well, the U.S. slaps China with 25% tariffs. Trade war is on. Yes! A trade war, Michael! It's a damned trade war! Come trade on! You look like you don't even understand the threat we're under. Buy bonds! Should we have this as an alarm? That's not bad. Yeah, all right. The world's richest man wants to send us all into outer space and the possible connection between your appendix and Parkinson's disease. Wow. Wow, interesting. How does the mail bag look? Oh, it's fine and dandy, but first we need to get to Clips of the Week, of yeah. course, as it is a Friday. And we're going to talk to a couple of smart people to explain what the trade war is and how it could affect you and all that sort of stuff. Sure. Because I would like to know that. Well, and as usual, the reporting on it just stinks. <laughs> it's just <laughs> terrible. You're better off not taking in any news. Yeah, that's true. You'd be better off if you just guessed than if you watched the news. Yeah, honestly. Uh, ask your dog before you ask a network anchor. So we'll get into that coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. Armstrong and Getty Show. North Korea fired off even a couple of more rockets? You wouldn't think they could afford that. They're really trying to be provocative. Sorry, we're too busy with our trade war with China, which kicked off at midnight last night. Whatever that means for you and or us. Mailbag is next. I'd like to put a dramatic pause. That was close. Uh, Right now, let's take a fun look back at the week that was. Uh, It's Cal, Clips of the Week. For the first time in the history of the Kentucky Derby, the horse that crossed the line first has been disqualified. I'm over here working round the clock to give you free college, but oh, look in there. Beto O'Dork did parkour in a Starbucks. But just to sum up the state of our country right now, our president is hearing smiles, our Congress is talking to chickens, and the thing people seem angriest about is that Sonic the Hedgehog has human teeth. I've never 
seen a garbage disposal. I never had one in any place I've ever lived. This evening we are in the presence of a true legend. You've seen the good and the bad, the highs and the lows, and I would not be in this position without all of your help. You can run the best campaign, and you can have the election stolen from you. <laughs> oh, yay! Oh, yay! Oh, yay! With some people in negotiations, uh, the best technique is act half crazy. Let us move past focusing on the identity of the suspects and their images and focus instead on the innocent victims and on this crime and the investigation itself. We're not reporting it out gunning for one outcome. Really? <laughs> the pattern that I've seen in my industry is one of deceit. We are not honest about what we collect. We are now in a constitutional crisis. <laughs> I love donkeys, so then I was like, yay, and I ran over here. We have a young man, Boot Edge Edge. Boot Edge Edge. They say Edge Edge. <sighs> he, said, he must have seen the same show I did, uh, Trump, because I was watching one of your cable shows, and they said, it's pronounced Boot Edge Edge, as in the word Edge Edge. And I thought, that's not the way he says it. Nope. And it's his name. For a couple of weeks, everybody on Fox News was saying Buddha Judge with great confidence. No, it's Buddha Judge. Okay. All right. Fine. Mayor Pete. Sounds like a character on Thomas the Tank Engine, but. Uh. <laughs> hey, look, everybody. It's Mayor Pete. That's the replacement of Sir Topham Hatt. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Went back to England to witness the birth of the royal baby. Mailbag. <laughs> Freedom loving quote of the day from the fabulous philosopher, writer, thinker Thomas Sowell. Much of the social history of the Western world over the past three decades has been a history of replacing what worked with what sounded good. All right. I agree. Da, 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 da. <laughs> this is a little instant feedback, Jack. A little instant mailbag. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. <clears throat> Talking about growing, da, 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 da. growing things. The satisfaction of horticulture. You can lead a horticulture, but you can't make her think. I've been working in horticulture for the last five years. Taught high school, worked in quality assurance, made two times the money, but I've never been happier, slept better, or felt better about myself. Growing stuff. Hmm. Good for you, Craig. Glad you're happy, Rob. Uh, Dirk the German writes, The problem with the NBA, I've enjoyed your talk about the NBA playoffs and Kevin Durant's injury. Uh, I wish I could get excited about the NBA playoffs, but I just can't make it through the first 18 months of the regular season. Hmm. Yeah. And let's see, and this uh, this appears to be criticism. Well, dear Dr. Joe, based on your faulty diagnosis of Kevin Durant's injury, uh, has there been confirmation that it's faulty? I haven't heard anything. I stand by my diagnosis, um, that it's a serious Achilles injury. They're claiming it wasn't his Achilles, but that doesn't mean it's that's true. No. You're saying they're trying to cover it up, so there's right. no way of knowing that, at least for now. Yeah. Uh, if there's been an update and it's authoritative, well, then I, I would stand corrected, but uh, I, I think I'm right. Anyway, it's unfortunate. Oh, I'm sorry. It's fortunate you weren't a physician during the Civil War. Soldier, Doc, I think I sprained my ankle. Dr. Joe, hell, boy, that's the gangrene. Hold tight <laughs> while I get my bone saw. We better take the leg. Yeah, we're taking the leg. No, it's just a little swollen, Doc. <laughs> we're taking it. 
Uh, let's see. David and Seattle. Their announcement was he's out for the rest of the series, but should be back for the next round. But again, you don't know that that's true. Huh. Okay. All right. I feel like the word should is doing a lot of weight carrying in that sentence. What's that? The word should. He should be back for the next series. Yeah. Yes, because he's under contract to play basketball, but uh, it ain't happening. He's out for a year. I should we'll work out, out more often, but yeah. Mm. Here's David in Seattle, uh, why young men are staying young men. Things that universally make life more meaningful, they can now do solo. Be sexually satisfied with the parn. Emotionally affected, the dramas, Game of Thrones, etc., all the TV. Personal beliefs questioned, argued through podcasts, adventures taken on video games, economically comfortable, it's only one person to support. Uh, I would also point out generous welfare state, etc. If men can substitute just 51% of these things that give our lives meaning, then they will undoubtedly question if the huge effort and burden of relationship and fatherhood are worth it. Young men are satisfied just enough. He signs off APNWMMDB, all play and no work makes men dull boys. David in Seattle. All right, David, thank you. Yeah, it's interesting. And it's the it's the way of uh, Western civilization, may all maybe all of affluent civilization. Great comment on on communism here, but we'll get to that later. It's a little longish. Uh, let's see. It's uh, ten. Reminds us that Dr. Ruth, who we uh, mentioned the other day, famous sex therapist, was a sniper in the Israeli army. I had forgotten that. I certainly knew it back in the day. But her parents were snatched up by the Nazis and went to a concentration camp. Oh, she was boy. shipped off to an orphanage and then eventually stopped getting letters from her parents. Wow. Wow, yeah. That's her background. Yeah. Then she becomes a sex therapist. Uh, Dan writes us about, uh, he bought some Carhartt gear, some shirts. I'm a big Carhartt fan. They make good, tough gear. But anyway, uh, it's uh, all made in, the one shirt's made in Guatemala, the other one's made in Honduras. And he says, maybe we could solve this problem, bring jobs back to the USA, just have Carhartt manufacture them in the USA with experienced workers from their plants in Honduras. And uh, Guatemala. Kind of fits into the trade war we're currently in, which Marshall's going to tell us about in the news, which is next on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. Oh, my God, I can't handle all the pressure. Yesterday, constitutional crisis. Today, this. Let's get to the news now with Marshall Phillips. All right, trade war. Trade war. Yes, it is a trade war. President Trump defending the decision to more than double tariffs. China. On $200 billion worth of Chinese oh, goods. Oh, Trump's trade war. That's yes. why I ordered sweet and sour pork at a Chinese restaurant just the other day, because I knew this was coming. In a 50-gallon drum. Yeah, I got plenty to last me through the trade war, I hope. Anyway, just hours after the increase went into effect, the president's taken to Twitter, writing, Tariffs will bring in far more wealth to our country than even a phenomenal deal of the traditional kind. The the president also tweeting, Talks with China continue in a very congenial manner. There is absolutely no need to rush. All right. Just let me break in here. Positive, Sean. What was that figure you were about to hit me with in the office? This is some analysis. Uh, I heard that the an average family of four expenses will go up about seven hundred dollars and a couple and some change uh, per, per, per over per the year. course of the year. Yes, right. that's like saying in the middle of a thunderstorm, if it continues raining at this rate, we will all be drowned. <laughs> it's a Where's temp- the lie? It's a temporary <laughs> measure that will never, ever, ever happen 
So it really is like your best hitter hits two home runs in the first game, and you say he'll hit 380 home runs at On this pace for 400 <laughs> home runs. Exactly. At this point, the administration has raised duties on $200 billion worth of Chinese imports. Point of order, you just said duties. Go on. From 10 to 25%. China's Commerce Ministry saying they would take necessary countermeasures, but they gave no details. All right, here's the story. Yep. It was funny. I was taking, I, I've taken so much reporting on this just because I find the whole topic interesting. And everybody is going on and on about the tariffs and who they're hurting and the farmers and uh, in your liberal media, especially on and on and on. And finally, one of the outlets had a, an expert on Chinese trade on. And they said, uh, and these issues, are they legitimate issues? And the guy said, oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, China absolutely robs American companies blind in the imbalance in trade. It's just inexcusable. We have to solve this stuff sooner or later. Yeah, what's the alternative? It's such lazy journalism or journalism aimed at five-year-olds to talk about the pain the farmers are feeling and not get into what's the alternative. Right. Let them screw us forever? That's an issue, the the pain, but it's not the issue. Right, and and this, I think there's some greater meaning here about the idea that everybody should, well, as Thomas Sowell put it, I had a list of Sowell quotes in front of me. Yes. I think this is a good illustration. Uh-huh. And he'll say it better than I could with my stupid, stupid brain. Um, <laughs> he said, one of the consequences of such notions of entitlements is that people who have contributed nothing to society feel that society owes them something, apparently just for being nice enough to grace us with their presence. And there is absolutely truth to that. Well, the idea that you can achieve something difficult without sacrifice, pain, or hard work, or a difficult time. We have a wildly abusive trade relationship with China, which we let happen because they were a giant emerging market. Now it's time to right the ship. And this is tough. Because they're a communist dictatorship that runs business. And we're asking them to get their mitts out of companies that operate in their country, which is a huge change for them as a regime. So this is a tough sled. We'll talk more about this later, obviously. But if you're a Trump hater and you're worried about this, the fact that Charles Schumer, Ian Bremmer, who we have on the show all the time, and Warren Buffett all think it needs to happen... You should feel pretty comfortable. There's a real lack of understanding amongst the, the general people how much intellectual theft is happening on a daily, if not right. hourly basis from uh, Chinese and our... Like the Huawei phone, it's my understanding the only reason that's even a competitive phone in the landscape is because of the technology they stole from Cisco. No, right. That doesn't surprise me. Right. Tensions between the U.S. and North Korea ramping up. North Korea... And, and I'm sorry, Marshall, my apologies, but... Um, yeah. I think just to connect the dots, if you're still sleepy-headed or whatever, that costs America millions of jobs. Back to you. Tensions between the U.S. and North Korea are ramping up as North Korea state news says that Kim Jong-un has ordered his military to boost its strike capability in the latest missile firings. Kim reportedly has called for full combat posture after the U.S. said it's... Here's mine. You want to see my full combat posture? (laughs) Oh, 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 look at him. He's scaring me. Adopting a fisticuff pose. (laughs) Duchess of Queensbury stance. Anyway, that announcement after the U.S. says it seized a large North Korean cargo ship for carrying an illegal shipment of coal, and it turns out they were exporting. North Korea was exporting the coal for sale 
to pay for its nuclear program. Wow. So North Korea fired off a couple more rockets. Then we fired off one of our missile interceptor things. Right. And claimed it was just a routine maintenance. It wasn't planned for rights, Jack. Just Why do we have to do that? Why don't we just say, hey, do you see that? That's what we can do. Just keep that in mind. All right. In other news, having your appendix removed is a pretty common thing. And the appendix has long been thought to be an organ that has lost its original function through evolution. But now, new evidence finds that might not be the case. I think it might well be the perfect example of the hubris that afflicts every generation ah, you of know, human maybe beings. It's, it's a leftover something that we evolution just... Right. Uh, <laughs> we haven't figured it out yet, so it must be useless. <laughs> yeah. Says every generation of humans. That's hilarious. At every point in human history. It's amazing. Scientists from two universities... We, this generation, knows everything that will ever be known. <laughs> <laughs> that was very Chris Farley-like of you. Yeah, it was. It's a, a bit of a tribute. Else. Yeah. A tribute to the big man. All right, scientists from two universities found that those who've had their appendix removed are three times more likely to develop Parkinson's disease compared to those who have not had their appendix removed. Three times? I mean, granted, it's still a very small percentage, but that's astonishing. For those who don't know, I, Joe, my mom uh, is afflicted with Parkinson's and has been for a number of years, and it's been uh, rather devastating for her. And so... If uh, we could get to the mysteries of that terrible disease, that would make me very happy. Uh, the researchers are looking into the possibility Parkinson's has something to do with a protein that affects the way Parkinson's develops. They're still not exactly sure how all this connects, but they're looking into the uh, gastrointestinal tract in all sorts of ways to see if there is a connection. Well, the email line is like the text line so far this morning. People are just weighing in moment to moment. For instance, Sean writes... What if the appendix is where we keep our soul? Oh, jeez. <laughs> well, that's a good one. A little <laughs> metaphysical for this hour of the day. Yeah, a little early to be that high, son. <laughs> that's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. Wake, come up, bake. <laughs> Speaking of Ian Bremmer, who we like, uh, runs the Eurasia Group. We'll look it up. Uh, we have him on the show now and then. He just tweeted, the U.S. and Iran are on a collision course. I hope not. Well, that's, uh, there's plenty of crises. Huh? Yeah, North Korea, Iran, in the midst of a trade battle with China that you assume and, they're going to back down from. I'm sorry, and? The CC. The CC, the Constitutional Crisis, it's continuing. Somebody get to the archives, throw your body on the Constitution. To we are now in a constitutional crisis. Oh, no. No, no. Hold your children close to you and pray. James Comey, who I can barely stand to look at, was on CNN last night, and I agreed with him. He said, we're not in a constitutional crisis. Uh, the framers wrote up a document that can handle this, and it'll work itself out. And I thought, that's exactly right. They didn't want that on CNN. Uh, I'm sure Anderson Cooper said, oh, that's cool. That's all you're supposed to say. You've ruined it. You're supposed to say that Trump's almost ruined the, the whole thing's going to come down because of, oh, he's going to try to take two more years in office, and, and he's the new Hitler. Don't you watch our channel? <laughs> what do you have to go and say that for? So oh, under the man. TV screen didn't just say technical difficulties. Yeah, right, Please right. Hey, go by. Go north. Go to break. <laughs> That's hilarious. Armstrong and Getty.
Armstrong and Getty Show. This Mother's Day, we here at Hallmark understand that many millennial women are choosing not to become mothers, unless it's to a dog, and we think that should be celebrated too. Introducing Dog Mother's Day cards from Hallmark, cards you buy for yourself from your dog on Mother's Day. Thanks to zero support for working mothers in this country, having a human baby is financially impossible for me. But I do take care of my little fur baby, and I think that counts for something. I didn't have kids because I wanted to focus on my career. But now I spend four hours a day running this little dude's Instagram. So, yeah, a card would be nice. Oh, jeez. That made me sad yeah, on several was, different levels. That was something. That was a Thanks l- to no support for working mothers in this country. What? Well, and then that thing about, so now I spend however many hours. Four hours a day on this running dude's Instagram. Instagram. Oh, jeez. Oh, that was supposed to be comedy, but it was just... <sighs> It was just stating what's going on currently. I need to take a knee. And saying, what do you think of this? (laughs) Oh, wow, that is something. Uh, Mother's Day is Sunday. I wanted to play that just to remind myself. Yep. So I don't forget. Actually, my my boys have put together a a Mother's Day parade. For mom last night, and they they couldn't wait. They couldn't wait till they had to. We had to do it last right. night. We can't wait till Sunday. They built the float out of a wagon. Yes, a with, float with a bunch of good Mother's Day signs on it. Oh, nice! Henry walked in front of it with a flag he made. Right, and made a parade. <laughs> was there a marching band or anything like that? No, he, 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 he rode a well. Yeah, there was a kazoo. He rode a bike yes. pulling the, the float. Nice and uh, a kazoo, and then a flag. It wow. was a very short parade, but it was yeah. very nice. Well, that's all right. You know, couldn't wait till Sunday. though. I enjoy the first, you know, X amount of a parade. Then, then it's time to get to the picnic. You know, that was a, that was about the right length of a parade. Actually, yeah. you seem very disappointed in their inability to wait until Sunday for it. Yeah. Well, I don't know what they're <laughs> going to do now. <laughs> and you know, if, if I had unleash that and I'm kind of part of it, then I get some credit credit for that, right? Sure. But now I got nothing. <laughs> well, maybe some sort of variety show. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. Listen, honey, parade planning is incredibly logistically difficult. Weeks lining up the acts. What order they're going? Permitting. Is per- the permitting oh. was insane. Please. Uh, well, I got I got completely frivolous. You know what would have been funny? <laughs> you have the boys on the bike with the wagon and the kazoo, and then a fire engine <laughs> with the siren on. Actual fire engine. An actual fire engine from the local firehouse. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> Maybe they could throw candy at your wife. That'd be off funny the fire too. Truck. <laughs> I've got uh, a completely unimportant, but uh, amazing that it's happening in the world. I've got very, very important. So serious, you probably don't even want to talk about it. I got it all. First, um, sunscreen chemicals enter your bloodstream quickly and may be very bad for you. What are you supposed to do with this damned information? Well, they don't know if it's bad for you, about, but it doesn't sound good. About the worst thing that you can do, of course, is get d- terrible sunburns over and over again. On the other hand, you put on the sunscreen, and it leaches into your bloodstream almost immediately. Hi. Avid endorsement positive Sean here to tell you about the inside life. (laughs) Twelve men and twelve women applied sunscreen four times a day for four days over 75% of their body. That would be a typical, like, vacation week. You would do that. Four times a day is a lot, but, yeah. The biggest problem, they say, with sunscreen is people don't put it on enough. Right. I know I do that with me and my kids. You put it on and think, okay, we're done. Um, and reapp- reapplying is, is the key, they say. Anyway, 
they applied it to their body. Researchers took regular blood samples for a week to monitor the leading chemicals. After the first day of use, all four chemicals exceeded the threshold to trigger additional study after the first day in their blood. Mm. And then by day four, it was their blood was just pure sunscreen <laughs> or something. I'm not going to read anymore. That's enough. It's a preliminary study. Really? Also this on the frivolous. So some people are wondering, I wasn't really, but how Kim Kardashian got her body to look the way it did the other day for the Met Gala. Have you seen the pictures of her? That's her. Her waist to hip ratio is astonishing. It is. And there was some speculation that she'd had uh, uh, ribs removed, which yes. some people do. That's but, insane. I mean, that's mental illness. Yeah. But she didn't. She did this thing that's called, uh, I'll come across the name again, but it's um, it's a popular deal where you do a couple of different things. Breast augmentation, liposuction, and fat transfer all going together. Now, ah, you suck out the fat, you purify it, and you eject it into your butt or your hip. It's oh. $20,000. Or you can get it done in a Tijuana garage for half that. The uh, procedure's called cool sculpting. M-Sculpt, that's what it is, E-M-S-C-U-L-P-T, M-Sculpt, electrical stimulating to the abdomen and butt, 30 minutes is the equivalent of doing 20,000 sit-ups and or squats. What? 30 minutes. I think that's true. Are you selling this? Did you buy a franchise? No, I'm not going to do it. I don't suggest you do it, but they're saying this is what Kim Kardashian did. It's like the modern version of that old exercise machine that was just a strap that went around your waist and just shook you. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What's your source there? You're trafficking and something or other. The horrifying New York Post, which is the leading publication out there for glorifying school shooters, yes. I have come to find. I love the Post in some ways, but it is utterly soulless and irresponsible when it comes to sh- glorifying shooters. They either didn't get the memo the rest of the country has gotten, care. or they just don't care that they're getting more children murdered. How do you not care about that? New York Post, that's disgusting. Anyway, I and 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 we see no reason to talk about the killers and what they care about and all that sort of stuff. We've documented that. Um, but I am somewhat interested in the, their parents. So they got the guns. They smashed into their parents' legally owned guns that they had in a locked up in a cabinet, by the way you're supposed to do. But mm-hmm. it, like my safe, there's no way my kids could get into my safe unless they had dynamite. Right, but so it's like an old timey gun case with a lock, but glass on there, so you can see the guns. I'm guessing. I'm guessing, which is more a deterrent. It's just they yeah. don't. You shouldn't mess with this. Yeah. Um, but they smashed it open, got the guns, then spray painted on their parents' cars, six six six, and evil this and bad words and stuff like that. So what was their relationship with their parents? I'd kind of like to hear their parents. Doesn't mean their parents are bad, but oh, no. there no. had to be some indication. There was a mom the other day I saw on the news who said, I'm really worried that I'm raising a serial killer and I don't know what to do. Wow. It's a mental health thing. Like, what do I do with this kid? I've known people, wonderful people, who raised bad kids, mentally ill kids, whatever. It happens. Yeah, we, It happens a lot because you know somebody. I guarantee you know somebody who's struggling with that. They don't bring it up. Yeah. We, we, yeah, we knew a guy who raised... Two or three great kids, and then one kid that they ended up having to have restraining orders on and, and new locks for the door and yeah. security systems and everything. Yep. Just, you know, I don't know what you do in that situation. But I'm kind of wondering in this one with these school shooters, was this one of those, they've been, they my kid's been crazy forever, and I haven't known what to do with it, or, or they ignored it, or I, I don't have any idea. Right. 
But if you're if your kids uh, spray paint that stuff on your car and then go to the school and shoot it up, I would think there had been some indication of that. Things weren't yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. But again, as anybody who's dealt with mental illness knows, you just because you know it's happening. Oh yeah, what are you going to do? And you're trying to get help doesn't you mean gonna, you can. No, no, or, no, or that the help works. It's terrible. Well, that's heavy. So uh, speaking of guns. Uh, Getting a lot of questions about that, uh, the mansion, Malibu, uh, Southern California with a thousand plus guns in it, uh, tied to the Getty family, uh, Joe Getty talking here. Uh, uh, Listen, I made bail. Uh, The Fifth Amendment protects me, and uh, I have no further comment. But uh, the guy was manufacturing guns, too, in it. Has anybody heard any update on who he was or what he was up to? Last I saw, name has still yet to be released. Yeah, okay. Yeah, all joking aside, there's something odd going on there. Um, The owner of the property... He may have just been obsessed. The the owner of the property has not been there for years and apparently is in in Europe. Um, Is uh, he a caretaker? Neighbors reported that caretakers were kind of upkeeping the property, but I saw early reports that this guy may have just been squatting there. Um, but I don't know. Those were all early reports, so probably disproven at this point. I've always wanted to squat. <laughs> Find a nice empty house. I'd take care of it. I'm not a monster, but, you know, live there for free. You'll be surprised to hear me ask this question, as I mock it all the time, but what are the markets doing since the trade war began at midnight last night? Because I saw some people, analysts say, if the, if at midnight Trump goes ahead with the trade war, we are going to see a Black Friday unlike anything we've seen perhaps in decades. Mm, I believe I, uh, stock analyst Positive Sean is researching the question right now. Uh, slightly down, but okay. not noticeable. Nothing more. No movements more than like a half a percent on right. any of the so major indices. Well, yeah. Are you trying to tell me that the media was trying to convince you that everything was terrible and you should stay tuned because a disaster was around the corner? Shocking to me. Unbelievable. So it's not exactly a Black Friday. No. Nope. Which is good. Not so much. In the midst of... <laughs> In the midst of a trade war, a constitutional crisis, and a measles outbreak. Right, right. Only yeah. one of those is true, by the way. This is the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty.